Uh, mamas, listen. If you want to start World War III fast, there's some there's some quick ways you can do it. You know, you can say I hate BTS and then put your phone on its charger and go to sleep and wake up to 4,000 people planting bombs in your house. Or you could say Harry Styles looks like a wet mop and all of a sudden there are four ICBM missiles heading straight towards your house to kill you and your whole family. But by far, by far, the, the quickest way to create World War III is to just simply say on Twitter or TikTok, hey guys, maybe, maybe Shein. Clothing brand Shein is kind of bad for humanity. For some reason, there is no way to stir the pot up faster than criticizing Shein. I am probably going to get a lot of hate for this take. Um, I'm really curious to see where, how y'all stand on this issue, but I need to, I need to talk about it because it is pissing me off. Um, and it's really crazy how dark the rabbit hole and how deep the rabbit hole goes for Sheehan. Um, so we'll get into that. We'll get into this topic after this quick break. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. <sighs> okay. Okay, mamas. So, let's give a little backstory to Sheehan. If you don't know, which you probably live underneath a rock, if you don't know what Sheehan is, um, it's like an it's a website where you can buy clothes. Simple as that. What makes it different? It is cheap as hell. We are talking like you can get T-shirts for three dollars, which you know, like is possible to see in like stores in person like you you can probably go to the dollar store and get a shirt for three dollars but like these are like semi on trend clothes that you can get for like borderline dirt cheap and obviously when something is cheap it becomes incredibly popular you see people on tiktok post like these sheen hauls where they 
unload a giant bag. It looks like it could hold like a body of a sumo wrestler, these ginormous bags. And then they just cut it open. And it's like, this is $100 from Sheehan got me. And it's just, it's just clothes after clothes after clothes. And it's like, for only $100. There's, this is totally a normal thing. And there's no catch to this in the long run of society at all. <laughs> so I want to talk about the, the, what the catch is to that. Because, you know, I think for the people that know what Sheen is, half the people know how horrible it is. And I feel like genuinely half the people don't actually understand how brutal it is. And before we begin get into this too deep, I want to recognize that, like, I, I don't, I'm not trying to, like, make this come off as classi- classist. I want to, like, acknowledge that, yes, I am in a financial situation that I'm very lucky to be in. However, literally three years ago, my bank account was minus $10. So it's not like I'm like some out of touch. I'm not like I'm Jeffree Star being like, I don't understand why you can't just go to the thrift store or something like that. Like I, I've, I've been, I, I know the struggle. Okay. I know wanting to have a fresh style, wanting to have some fresh kicks And then you look in your bank account and you don't even have money for food. I understand. So, like, I want y'all to know that I have that perspective, too. Although, yeah, Jeff Bezos basically, like, (laughs) begs on his knees for me to give him money every day because I'm just so filthy rich. No. (laughs) And I don't want to just single out Sheehan. There's uh, become, like, a whole kind of wave of these super 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 cheap like straight from china to consumer companies like i'm trying to think of some other ones like boohoo i think fashion nova is like semi-guilty of this there's another one that's like literally romway i think it is and mind you a lot of these companies have reached out to sponsor me um so this is me uh saying die no um and I'm now going to slander your brand. So, um, let's get into it. I, I've always known how bad Sheen is. Like, I think, like, right from the start, I have, like, seen kind of its rise of popularity. I realized, like, oh, you know, $5 for a t-shirt, $4 for pants. Mmm, something's up here. And immediately, like, it kind of became known that, like, Shein's quality, like, first of all, the quality of the clothes, very poor. Like, you put, you buy a fucking, a a sock from Shein, and that's going to go through the wash three times and become dust. It will literally disintegrate, like, it's, like, it, like, it fought in the Avengers Infinity War. Like, it is insane how bad the quality is. And this is kind of, like, a symptom of the broader issue that is fast fashion, I'm sure you've heard the term before, just in case you don't know what it is. It's like, basically, basically the, the, the lifeblood of Shein, like just creating clothes quickly and fast and as, as close to whatever's trending as possible with like no regard for quality, um, workers' rights. It's, it's basically just making it as cheap as possible, as fast as possible, and doesn't matter if it's gonna even like be molecularly held together in like a month like the only the only goal for these companies is to create something as fast as possible so 
they do this, drum roll please, uh, the big mystery revealed, sweatshops. What is a sweatshop? Horrible. Literally horrible. You want to know how bad it is? I recently like saw this article trending on Twitter. Uh, this is specifically about Xi'an. They have employees in China in these sweatshops working 18-hour days. They're giving no weekends, only one day off a month. Imagine you look at the calendar and you are working 18 hours a day every single day for that month with one day off. That's fucking insane. And beyond that, just just to just to really put a, a cherry on top, they are paid three pence per item. Now, this is a British article. I literally, I literally have no clue how much a pence is. And I was I gonna look this up before and like convert it and be a proper podcaster? Yes, but I forgot. Okay, three pence. So that's one cent. Okay, so that's one cent. Cool. So that's literally insane. Um, imagine, imagine working 30 days in a month. Say it's October. You're working 30 days that month. You are getting paid one cent per garment, which they are selling for, let's say, let's say you're making one cent and they're selling a t-shirt for $5. They are paying you, oh God, the math is not going to be good. Uh, like 0.01% of the profit that they are making from that. That's, I think that's what the math is. That sounds right. That sounds right. That's insane. That is literally fucking insane. And it goes further. It says women are found to be washing their hair during their lunch breaks as they have so little spare time outside of long shifts. Y'all, I go insane if I don't even sleep eight hours. So imagine the imagine only having six hours outside of work time each day for the entire month for the rest of your life. If that isn't enough to like truly make you rethink buying fast fashion, buying Shein. I really don't know like how else to get through to y'all. Not to, I just said like y'all, like you are all fast fashion consumers. Like listen. <laughs> I I do understand like how a financial position that would be unfavorable would make it a little bit easier to swallow that news like well, okay, well, I don't have money for any other clothes. Like, what am I supposed to do? I'm so glad you asked. Now, this episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. 
Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. This is probably the best solution that I have for you. Not perfect in the slightest. Um, thrifting. Thrifting. A lot of people are now in this kind of mindset where they're reliant on like fast fashion. They're like, well, what other option do I have? Genuinely, what other option do I have? And that's kind of what the argument is online that I keep seeing, whether it be on like, uh, like TikTok comments or like a Twitter thread. People get so defensive and start immediately start calling people classist the second you criticize Shein or fast fashion because they, they say, well, I, I don't have money for anything else. Where else am I supposed to get clothes? Thrifting. And I know, I'm ju- I know just saying that sounds like just putting a bandage over like the wound of poverty caused by like horrific capitalism, but genuinely thrifting is underrated. Currently, everything I'm wearing right now, thrifted. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I only thrift. That is not the case. I, as I said before, like I do, I do spend money on clothes sometimes and sometimes too much. That is my own, <laughs> that's my own thing to work through. But thrifting, one, very cost effective for the most part. There is a lot of like insane thrift stores and vintage stores that will just mark up the price like hundreds of dollars over what they got it for, which is insane. However, it is one, a cheap option. Two, I think personally the best option. Now I get not everyone's like clothing style is going to want to be is gonna is gonna like lean towards like kind of the vintage look. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, like obviously clothes in a thrift store are gonna typically be like a little bit on the older side, which isn't some people's styles, and that's understandable. However, who is stomping down the stairs? However, it's it's a very valid option. It is a very valid option to thrift your clothes. Now, obviously, there's also things that you really can't thrift, like underwear, socks, like very kind of personal objects that are going to be like rubbing against orifices. Like, I, I'm i not going to sit here and tell you that I'm thrifting my underwear. That is just not the case. That is probably never going to happen. That, But at the same time doesn't mean abandon the idea of thrifting entirely, okay? At least give it a chance. I think that is the, that is one of the biggest reasons why people sleep on thrifting. You know, you can have like one bad experience and then just write off every thrift store, but that is genuinely the beauty of thrift stores. And that's why I think they're a genuine competitor to Shein because one thrift store is going to have completely different clothes than another thrift store like like by nature like completely different clothes and you look at Shein and by the way this was absolutely horrific it's like 
over like last year, I believe like H and M put out like four thousand different styles, which is insane. It's it's insane how Shein and all these fast fashion companies are making H and M, which are previously like horrible for the environment. It's making them look like they are like small little businesses and like protecting the environment because Shein put out like forty thousand different styles last year. 40,000. That's crazy. That is so crazy. And I know I keep saying crazy. I'm trying to find like another adjective or synonym that like truly describes like how batshit crazy Sheehan is. But even with 40,000 different styles, you want, you want to make the argument that like Sheehan like is unique. It's like the Amazon of clothes. You can get anything on there, any style. How many thrift stores do you think are in the world? And how many different styles do you think are there? And they're not all just from the same time period of, like, the same ugly, like, freaking, like, recycled fast fashion that, like, Shein is pulling out of their butthole every day. Like, thrift stores are having a whole roster across generations of, like, fun, stylish clothes. And I get, like, I know what probably turns people off is, like, 90% of it is going to be stuff that you would never wear, or it's not your size, or it's, like, stinky. I don't know. Like, you can make all sorts of arguments for for thrift stores not being your cup of tea. But, damn, like, at least try it. Genuinely, at least try it. It is... From when I had, like, minus $200 to now when I have $4 billion, No. Um, to now, still my favorite method of shopping. And... Even if you don't like, per se, like, actual thrifting, like, sorting through the racks, there's other options. And we'll get into that right after this quick break. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay. So say, say you hate sorting through the racks, sorting through like 400 different shirts to find what you want. There's other options. Now, none of this is like sponsored or anything. I've, they're just like things I've heard of. Depop, uh, ThreadUp, Etsy. Okay, these are all websites where people are like reselling vintage clothes. Um, and... You know, this honestly might even be the best option. Now, obviously, like, Depop and all these companies take a cut. So, like, you're still, like, giving money to, like, a big corporation, which, but, but at the same time, it's not, and also, I should mention that, like, a lot of thrift stores are for profit. There are lots that are non-profit, which can be good, 
Um, there's some that are like the Salvation Army, which are very questionable because the Salvation Army don't has donated to um, conversion camps. So that's kind of horrible. Um, and I try to avoid those when I can, but there are lots of like non-for-profit thrift stores like Goodwill, stuff like that, where like the money they get from the clothes actively goes back to the community and like all sorts of like programs, job, uh, freaking like training, stuff like that. Like it's a cycle of like good that just keeps continuing. And then there's also, of course, like the for-profit thrift stores, which aren't terrible. Like a lot of the time they're like, you know, mom and pop vintage stores or like they're still going to a company, but it's not necessarily like a huge crazy company. Like I guess like Buffalo Exchange would be an example. Like you're, it's still like a big chain, but it's not like you're giving money to Shein. <laughs> it's like on the scale of like good to bad, we have like, the, like the best. We have like Goodwill, like non for profit thrift stores, and we have like okay for profit thrift stores. Then four thousand fucking miles to the right, we have Shein. <laughs> like it is <laughs> oh my god oh don't worry my green screen just literally broke <laughs> literally just slid off the wall um i need to order a new one from Shein. <clears throat> okay i put the push pin back in the wall <laughs> which i don't think i can do it said in the rentals agreement when i got this place and I can't poke holes in the wall, but are there 50 push pinholes in my room? Yes. Anyways. So you also you basically you have to think about where your money is going to. Like the product aside, when you're buying from Sheen, you're actively giving them more money to further grow their business. And like and that money is not going to the people that made the product. No, that's not happening. It's going to the greedy bastards that own Shein and all that. So, and and just like another point, just a little bit more sprinkles on top. <laughs> Shein literally rips off designers. Like, like small independent designers that are constantly ripping off their designs, like, stitch for stitch it's really insane it's not just like designs it's like fully the entire product they're ripping off and obviously if you're a small designer like a graphic designer or a fashion designer you're not gonna have the money to take on a humongous company like Shein who is based in a different continent like that is such a complicated process that like the average artist is probably not gonna be like well versed in doing so also, update, three pence is four cents. I really can't do math. That doesn't make it better. That really doesn't make it better. It is still, um, <laughs> still four cents. So, and listen, we could go into, like, literal rabbit holes about how, um, like, the actual conditions of working in a sweatshop. I mean... I believe it was like five years ago when it was a sweatshop for, oh, I cannot remember the company. It was one of the similar kind of companies to H&M. I don't think it was H&M exactly, but their, fa their sweatshop burnt down with the workers inside. And it's like a thousand people died. You can't even begin to like quantify how horrible 
fast fashion is when stuff like that happens. It's it's truly insane. Now, like, Shein tries to cover it up. They, like, came out with a statement, like, seven hours ago saying, like, we continuously work with our suppliers to ensure we have safe and regulated working conditions for factory workers. If findings prove to be otherwise, we will take swift action to make sure this is upheld. Bull fucking shit. Bull fucking shit. Y'all are fucking lying. Bullshit. I don't like. I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't. I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> you see videos of what really goes on in like these places. Like, uh, uh-uh, not real. Y'all are lying. Okay. Anyways, now I want to kind of get into like more kind of like how sh- where Sheen is in terms of like the culture. Um. I mean, first of all, I think their clothes are ugly. I think they are, like, either ripoffs or completely, like, unoriginal, just sad copies of what's actually, like, cool in fashion. Like, say, let's say, like, actually, I think I literally saw this happen. Um, Say Balenciaga releases, like, the sock shoe, you know, like, the classic one that, like, James Charles wore, like, became infamous. It gets released originally, and mind you, insane cost, like, probably, like, $1,000 for this shoe. And immediately, like, companies like Shein will get to work. And usually it's, like, a three-month kind of, like, turnaround. But in three months, they've made the same thing, almost. Like, obviously, it doesn't say Balenciaga. They would get sued. But almost the same thing for, let's say, like, $10. That's... Kind of how the cycle goes for these companies. It's like anything, like anything now that is popular and is, say, high fashion, maybe has three months before it is like literally bastardized by these fast fashion companies. And it's like, you, a lot of people make the argument that, like, you know, they're making these styles more accessible to people. They're making it cheaper so more people can have these things that are, like, cool, I guess you could say. <laughs> if you want to call the James Charles shoe, cool. Um, but I genuinely believe there's no amount of, like, coolness. It could be the coolest shoe on the world. It could, like, literally be, like wow, like, this is the most amazing creation of fashion we've ever seen, and she and put it out for $5. There's no amount of coolness that can justify the conditions of these sweatshop workers. And I'm not trying to, like, just make y'all feel like shit for, like, ever buying from these companies, because I'm sure everyone has bought something from companies that produce clothes in sweatshops. Because it's not something that is just advertised. It's not like you buy a shirt and it's got a picture of, like, the child in Cambodia that made it for four cents. Like, that is not the case. It's so hard to, like, track down where these clothes are coming from. And it'll say on the tag, like, made in Cambodia, made in Bangladesh. And you're not immediately aware what that means. You're not, like, aware if that means that they are having good working rights, that they are being paid a fair wage. And even when companies can say that they are, a lot of the time they're just fucking lying and it's not the case, okay? It's not, like, I think we should also be cautious of, like, when you see, like, kind of greenwashing or companies just, like, 
pretending that their products are made fairly. If you have the time, like, do a little bit more digging. I guarantee it's still... I mean, unless workers are getting, like, paid the same as where they're getting the product is getting consumed i don't think it's fair and even in like the u.s and canada and like western countries a lot of the time the work condition working conditions are not fair there's sweatshops being ran within the united states um whether it be just like horrible working conditions even if it's minimum wage or like employers paying under minimum wage and using like undocumented immigrants as labor shit like that happens too so it all just kind of falls under the big umbrella of, like, capitalism, but, like, it's really hard to kind of, like, quantify your purchases and, like, think, is this, like, a fair purchase? And that's kind of where, like, I think thrifting is a good a good way to kind of break the cycle because that money is no longer going to companies that are exploiting cheap labor, exploiting the environment. And all that. It's it's like just breaking the cycle. The money is now going to either like the thrift store or the vintage store, which is better. World's better. Now, finally, obviously, Jesus Christ, the environmental. Oh, my. The the environmental impacts of fast fashion is crazy. You want to look at pictures of landfills. You're going to see that little three dollar Shein jeans that you ordered in there and all the pictures of landfills like when you have clothes that are so shit and like literally falling apart obviously people are not gonna wear jeans around with a big old hole showing exactly where you poop no you're uh, most people are gonna throw it out like i highly doubt the average Shein customer is gonna be well versed in like sewing and it's just gonna sew the holes back together because a that is a lot of work and b yeah no no one's doing that so by creating clothes that are so low quality they are gonna end up in the landfill faster and faster and faster than anything else you look at thrifting these are clothes that have like stood the test of time this sweater i think was like freaking knitted in like the 80s now under what conditions i don't know but you know judging by context clues i'm gonna assume good working conditions because it is still here 30 years later um so we have that but back to the environment not only is like are people just throwing their clothes out because they are absolute booty ass and terrible quality like you also have to take into account that, like, most of these clothes are coming from China. And this is, like, very much unavoidable a lot of the time. You you see very rarely clothes, like, made in the country that you live in. Unless it's, like, grandma down the street at the farmer's market, like, <laughs> like knitting you a little sweater. Like, it, it's this one is very hard to avoid. I'm not going to lie. Um, like even clothes that are in thrift shops are made like 10, 20 years ago are probably going to be made overseas, but like Shein clothes are coming from China for the most part. They're getting shipped over in big bags of plastic and, you know, plastic packaging aside, which obviously has horrible 
environmental effects. Like, it's a long way to ship stuff when it. <laughs> I know it keeps going back to thrifting, but when you have perfectly good clothes sitting in your local thrift store, which probably came overseas too, but they've been here and you can pick them up. You bring your own bag. You can't bring your own bag to, for, to Shein. You can't ship your little Trader Joe's cloth tote bag over to Shein and be like, Hi, can you please fill up my bag with $3 jeans that are going to have a hole in my booty crack in a month? No. It's going to be in like 14 plastic bags. So, <laughs> before I like literally blow my top, I need to wrap it up, but I want to say like, it, it's definitely something if, if, if you want to like be kind of more conscious with your consumption, it, it's a process. It's not like you can overnight just replace your whole like closet with like grandpa sweaters, not saying that everything at thrift stores is grandpa sweaters, but also not saying that grandpa sweaters are bad. I love, um, it's, it starts with just being more mindful of what you're purchasing. Like, A, where the money's going. B, how it was made. C, who made it. And D, D um, how long it's going to last you. Also, E, how much it costs. I know that's probably, like, that's probably A, to be honest. That is not E, that's A. Like, it, it does, I under, I truly do understand how much, like, how much, like budget changes this whole situation for most people. But when you have clothes that are the same price, when thrift store clothes are the same price as Shein clothes, which I don't ever think that Shein will ever be able to beat thrift store clothes. And I'm talking like true proper thrift store clothes. I don't think that's possible because literally thrift stores are as cheap as it gets. Just y'all just, Try and be a little bit more ethical when it comes to consumption because it, it, it is truly getting scary how big Shein is and how how little people seem to care about it. And I know I'm like sounding like real vegan teacher in this bitch, but like <laughs> it, it is scary like how little people care about the environment and will just endlessly consume and like post their sheen hauls like it's a flex like i just got 40 pieces of clothing for a hundred dollars that's not a that's not a fucking flex i'm so sorry but that that is just simply not a flex please go go find other ways and don't say (laughs) do not say you need sheen because what happened before sheen what happened before sheen existed or any fast fashion were you running around naked no you you got clothes at the thrift store. Um, call me classist. I don't care. Um, but that's that. Let's read some of your drama. Um, as you'll know, at the end of every podcast episode, I read some of your drama. Um, if you tweet me using the hashtag Drama Mama Podcast, I will read your drama on the pod. So tweet it to me. Okay, this one looks crazy. Um, (laughs) this is from, (laughs) this is from Ari. Hi, Ari. Thank you for submitting. So I went to this Christian camp and they were the most homophobic and racist people ever. For example, they said that if you are LGBTQ or in any other religion, you will die soon and go to hell. 
But anyway, we had this one assembly and they talked about this girl who died in a tragic car accident and blamed it on her being lesbian. And this made me mad, so I just pointed the middle finger at the person disrespecting that poor girl. Long story short, I got sent home early and grounded, but I feel like I did the right thing, to be honest. Oh my god! Oh, J Jesus, that is horrible. Um, I'm so sorry that you have to go to that camp. That's literally horrific to like, so much to unpack there. You did the right thing, obviously. Like, I really hope you, like, know in your heart that you did the right thing. Personally, I would have done more. Not saying that you should do more, but I would have literally shit in all of their breakfasts the next morning. Um, that is disgusting. And it's so, like, scary that places like that exist. I... When I, I, I said this in a previous episode, I think this is one of the very early, like, I almost died episodes, but I went to a Christian camp when I was, like, I want to say, like, 14, 15. It was, like, when I, like, post my first video on this channel, I think. But um, I literally, like, like sprained my neck when I woke up. I just woke up and, like, whipped my head around and, like, sprained it and, like, could not move for, like, two days. And they just prayed for me. Like, it was, like, so cultish. And I'm not trying to, like, dog any religion or, like, Christians in general. I'm just saying, like, this camp, like, was literally religious extremism. Like, they... One of the camp counselors, like, told me they, like, don't believe in, like, modern medicine. Which I'm sure wasn't, like, a, a value reflected by everyone there. I'm not saying they're all, like, literally, like, denying medicine or anything. But they prayed for me instead of, like, actually getting me medical attention and, like, getting me a nurse or anything. Because they didn't have a nurse. So, um, that is just a, a terrible place to be. I'm, I really, like, I hope you tell your parents, like, do not bring me back here. Like, do not, like, fight. Like, literally fight. Um, but in the meantime, like, leave a Google review, like, whenever you have institutions like this, one thing that you can do is, like, just review bomb them, like, <laughs> create, like, a one-star review on Yelp, on Google reviews, try and, like, warn people at the very least, like, share your story, that's what I did with the Christian camp I went to, um, that's the best way to, like, stop bigoted or just, in general, terrible places. It's a good old Google review, but also please tell your parents, do not drag you there. With that all being said, I love you all so much. I hope you have a good rest of your week. I will see you next week. Go to the thrift store, live your little Emma Chamberlain fantasy, and I'll see y'all later. Another week, it's Joe.